Hey, Meebletown, Dean here, just letting you know that John and I, in the midst of recording this episode, experienced some technical difficulties, and so we were actually not able to record the entire episode. So what we decided to do is go ahead and put this episode, the first part of the episode, out right now. We're going to release the second half of this next week. So just bear with us. We'll get that second part out next week. And now on to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, residents of Meepletown, this is Dean. Johnny Tops. And today we're going to be looking at our top 50 games of all time. 50 games of all time. 2020 edition. So thanks for joining us for episode 46A. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with his stonewashed jeans. You will see Dean with his scrunchie in his hair. We've done the scrunchie in the hair. I know. You know, I, can I be honest, Meeple Town? I couldn't think of anything good today. Are we still doing a poll? Is that what this today is Today it ends. Okay. Today it ends. The 80s <laughs> oh, tournament goodness. that My has goodness. lasted. Dude, you like it? Months. This has, has been lasted going on for months. forever. Ends today. And does it end on a high note, or does it end with disappointing tears? It already ended in disappointing tears when Goonies did not win the whole thing. Do you think more tears might flow, or you think it's the tears of joy? I think you're going to be sad, I think. Yeah. We're not ready for that, are we? We're not ready right. quite yet. Okay. I guess I'm Johnny Tops, because this is our top 50, y'all. John and- loves baseball cards. Dude, I used to have a ton <laughs> of Tops baseball cards, for sure. I still have a bunch of baseball Me cards. Me too. What happened to baseball cards? Speaking They're still of board, a thing. Speaking of board games. Go to, go to Walmart. They're all over the place. They are, but I just don't feel like kids care about them like we cared about them. Yeah, I typically see adults in I think it's section. adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, my son kind of got into it for a little while, but it was like very short-lived and that was it. But Pokemon cards, well, you can... Yeah, people will, so many Pokemon people cards. People get stabbed for those things. Do they? Like, I mean, oh. <laughs> Dude, we had some disappointing Christmases back in the day when my kids were a little younger with those, like c- tears crying. I told you this. Wait, stabbings in no, your house? No, like really? I got him, a one of my kids, a bicycle, and he was crying because he didn't get Pokemon cards. Uh, I'm like, I wish I would have known that before I spent $100 on a bike. I could have spent $3.99 on a deck of Pokemon cards. <laughs> you should have just done that anyway. Yeah, I just did Be it. Be a good dad. That's what I should have done. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm Johnny Tops because this, dude, this is exciting. Every year, right now, so two years in a row, and we plan on continuing this, we are doing our top 50 list. How excited are you about this? Stressed. Wow. On a scale of one to stressed, I'm stressed. I'm not really stressed. It's actually, I put. Last year was a lot more difficult. I I used the uh, what's what's the app that you use? Pub Meeple. Pub not Meeple. the app. The website. Yeah, sorry, the website. Pub Meeple. I did not use that this year because I already had, kind of had a baseline, so I don't feel like this year was as difficult for me. But it is a lot. It's a lot of work to put the top fifty games of all time. Now a top ten list is enough work, but doing something like this, it's ooh, it's a it lot. It was easier this year for me as well. There's there's some decent change for me though. Yeah, my my, what a year has done. You know, there's definitely, I mean, I would say most, there's more stability than change, I think. But still, there's some, there's some that there was, 
There's one that's really high that barely even made my list this year. So that's a little teaser. That jumped up that high. No, that was was a top 10 game oh, that and barely fell down. made okay. my list this year. So that's a little teaser for that. But before we jump into that, poll time. we're going to do our poll. So let's go back um, to the final four. Now, Dean does know who the last two are, but I'm going to ask you, Dean, to, to guess the percentages really quickly, and then we'll go to the final one, okay? So with the final four, this was what the final four was. We had... Back to the Future versus Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark versus Empire Strikes Back. Dean and I still are unsure how Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure <laughs> made this, right? Yeah, I don't. Not a bad movie, tat all, tat all. <laughs> but top four 80s of all time? Not Come so. on, man. Not so. You know, I started. Tom wa- Cruise is rolling in his grave right now. What? It's. He's very upset. You just buried Tom Cruise? He's not. He's not passed yet. No, he has not. You just started a Twitter thing where people start <laughs> tweeting Tom Cruise and everyone's like, oh, I was checking to make sure he wasn't, you know. 80s Tom Cruise dead. is rolling in his grave right now. That's, the, okay. Yep. I started watching Clue with my son the other day. Was, was, uh, uh, oh. Speaking of 80s movies. Lethal Weapon? Were those 80s movies? Did we not have those on, on this list? I don't remember. Oh, man. Dude, stop, stop. You know, putting a think about the, how good those movies are. We might have though. I think we, we. I think we did. Okay. Maybe if not, this list is null and void. It already is because Goonies has has been out of the picture for a while. So when Back to the Future, going back to the poll, faced off against Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know the winner because you voted in the in the championship. Who was the winner there? The Bill. I'm, I'm giving you a Bill and Ted's ball. was the loser in this in this one. What percentage do you think it was? This was the biggest victory margin we have ever had. So, the Cinderella story, it was. Bill and Ted's... (laughs) That uh, is true. uh, um, What's his name from Board Game Gumbo? BJ, he had said something about the Cinderella story being over. Absolutely, it was. And they got not even... It wasn't even close. They got demolished. That happens. That happens in Cinderella stories. Or a team like in the, you know... If you don't, it's like George Mason back in yeah. the final four. Like you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. just, they just go, 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 and in the NCAA tournament, and they can just get killed. Like all of a sudden, the magic runs out, and it's just like Cinderella. That's what happens in the story of Cinderella. The magic runs out, then it kind of gets back again. So ninety ten is that where we're at? Eighty eight point five to wow. eleven. Yeah. Wow. Eleven and a half, obviously. Deserves it. Wow. And I, I say that that spanking, it yes. So and I'm there doing were a people that actually myself. picked Bill and Ted's. <laughs> they did it out of people. spite. They just did it because they knew how mad it's making me. Brian Cook did that. He did it just because. I'm telling you. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. Yeah. Does Brian even listen to our podcast? Probably mm-hmm. not. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, that's good. Hey, Brian, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> comment. All right, so the next one was a little closer. It was Empire Strikes Back versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, this is a much more deserving Final Four. Do you, don't you agree? These, I, these, I do agree with I that. I probably wouldn't put Although these that's my in my least, final four. That's my least favorite of yeah. the Indiana Jones movies. That, but I still really like it. And it's not my favorite of the Star Wars either. I st- uh, we'll, we'll get there here in a second. Okay. All right, what's the percentages on this? That one's going to be closer, I think. But I don't think it's going to be super close. Mm. Maybe somewhere around uh, 70-30. You absolutely... 69.7 yeah. to 30 points. So, yes. I was going to say that. 70-30. Yep. Empire okay. Strike Back. 
lay the smackdown on Raiders of the Lost I'm Ark. back, baby. I, I was surprised by that. I, I mean, I expected Empire Strikes Back to win. I just expected um, Raiders of the Lost Ark to perform a little better than that. All right. That's but a great now movie. We're in the finals. The finals. This is it. Okay. So after all this years, years now it of doing like an 80s it. movies tournament, AVs, Moody's, Moody's, movies <laughs> tournament, we are in the championship. And this is so exciting for some people. And some people are so excited as well because they're tired of hearing us talk about it. That's probably all of the listeners. Empire Strikes Back versus Back to the Future. Before we talk about percentages, you voted for Back to the Future. Is this a worthy? Yes. Championship. Yeah, I I think it is. I do too. This is a good one. I this is good. I I don't I will say this personally, I don't get the Empire Strikes Back ridiculous love for that movie. I think it's a good movie, but like people like the greatest Star Wars I don't I don't know what it is about Empire Strikes Back. But it's even really good. When I was I know, but even when I was a kid, this is me personally, and I'm sure that obviously people don't agree with me. I like I liked Return of the Jedi, and I probably like the first one better than Empire Strikes Back: A New Hope. I think I like both of those better. Empire Strikes Back felt like really? it huh. to me. It always felt like the second movie in a trilogy, where you know what I mean. In in most trilogies, where it's just not as good as the first and last. Now I know that a bunch of listeners are cussing me out right now and calling me poophead. <laughs> you know they are. Um, but but that's just that's just me personally. So I still think the movie is really good. The first three Star Wars movies are fantastic. But and I'm talking about first three. The first one's recorded, right? We're not going back to the prequel garbage. <laughs> but but I mean but so so I I just never That'll quite grabbed it. Now how do you list. now how do you feel about the the first three? A new Hope, how would you rank, new, rank new those Hope real is, quick? New Hope is my least, least favorite, favorite out of those. Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, I can go back and forth on the other ones. Okay. I think. I think I tend to, I tend to say episode six is my favorite, um, but I can go either way. I really like both of those, okay. the five and six for sure. Obviously, I'm in the minority for our listeners because Empire Strikes Back beat Return of the Jedi, so they went face to face and they in it won. Okay, so here's the big question though: Can it return Empire Strikes Back beat Back to the Future? Isn't that crazy that back is in the name of both of these two? I think there's I think there's a lesson in that for us all. <laughs> I, Are you going to share the lesson? Nope. Okay. Just I think about it. Johnny, Mapletown, just think about it. Back I should is have been Johnny Back instead of Johnny Tops. <laughs> so who wins, Dean? Who wins this grand championship of years in the making? I think there's a lesson in the future being in both of them, right? Mm. Is that... <laughs> So you're going with? I'm going to go with my... Wait, is this who I think won? Or I, think, who? I want to do who you think won, and then we'll, then we'll have a short discussion, then we'll get into board games. Ugh, man, this is a tough one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my gut, even though I think I might be wrong. I'm going to say Back to the Future is the winner. This was actually not very close. I'm going to start off by telling you the percentages. Just I know you like to guess them, but I want to string this out for a second. I already talked about how stressed I was about the top 50 and now If you... we if we if we go up and down, you know, if we round up and down, it's 68 to 32. That's a pretty big difference. That is. For this for these for this matchup, I think it is cuz And and now I'm now I'm thinking that Star Wars probably won. But... Empire Strikes Back won. Yeah, okay. I I people love Star Wars and I I love Star Wars. <laughs> I do. 
But Back to the Future kind of like... Oh my goodness gracious. I Are guess you done? I get it because people right love now. Star Wars and that makes sense. I guess the reason why I would have picked Back to the Future and why I did pick... Because it gives me... Because it's like, the better movie. It's like... It's the better movie. Mm-hmm. Change my mind. I'm, I'm that guy with a mug and the meme. I don't... He doesn't have a meme. He has a mug and a table. I don't give a care. That is a meme. Everyone makes a meme I, out of it. Yeah, I, I, 80s, like when you're thinking 80s movie, I think Back to the Future. Like that feels like the iconic 80s movie, and that's why I would I give agree it the with nod. that 100%. And it's just so fantastic. It's so fantastic. Look. It is. Yeah, and BJ, but it's said, not BJ said, don't make me choose. Yeah, from because I mean, that's right. That's right. What was the comment that Brian made on that? I want to call him out on that. I'm trying to find. I don't, I don't know remember. where he... he said something about Back to the Future being stupid. Yeah, he did. He said it was something to what? <sighs> I just don't understand where why I can't. Oh, I can find it right here. All right, so our our buddy Brian says Back to the Future is a terrible movie. Product placement, anyone? It's iconic product placement. That's what '80s did. It brought that in, and it to me, it's iconic now. To, to see these and why does that make Doritos, it a bad movie? You know, in, in movies or Coke or whatever. And, and Empire and Empire is the best movie of maybe the the best franchise in history. It's a no brainer. I understand that argument. That part makes sense. I just say that Back to the Future is the best franchise in history, and I don't really care if you think Star Wars is. And I mean, I think some of the companies would agree with you, like Doritos and Coca Cola, right? Because how many of them were calling up Star right. Wars to put Coke in? Listen, Star, Star Wars, Wars used to be used to be great, and it's just okay now. It's kind of it's not quite the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know I'm I'm stepping on people's toes, but I'm just going to tell you how I feel. They make good movies that are okay. None of this new stuff is blowing my mind, man. Rogue One was pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Rogue One was excellent. Yeah, and but I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. There's, you know, let's cut it in board game. There's seven, eight out of seven out of tens for me. Usually willing to watch. Yeah, not me because I because it's Star Wars. Like yeah. you know that universe just like, does it for me. I don't mind stepping back and going and being, I think, pretty objective about it and be like, you know what, I I just I'm not getting on the hype train. After the prequels, I jumped off the hype train. I did. I was like, you know what, whatever. Star Wars proved to me that you're good again. Are they are the new movies better than I expected? Maybe because I expected duty. After that, I did. I was just had low expectations. It's that you know when you're comparing it to board games, and then I think we need to move on. Cause yes, we do. We got a lot to talk about today. We do. Um, when you're comparing, like when you're comparing it to board games, sometimes theme trumps mechanics, right? Not to me. Right, but That's, I'm saying yeah. like. For for me, it does for sure. Like if it's a game that I really enjoy the theme, I'll take for example, um, Betrayal House on Haunted Hill. Okay, okay. The gameplay in that is not great, but I really have fun playing that game because of the stories of that the come theme. out of it. Like you have a lot of fun. Sometimes you're attacking other players, and like really fun stories come out of it. So that's a good example of that. I think if it's a, if it's a strong theme that you can really like dig into, it, the the mechanics don't always have to be great. Yep, and and that's where I totally disagree. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just and that's me personally. That's mm-hmm. our taste, and that's why like Marvel. Like I I used to collect comics like a crazy lunatic, but the movies, some of the franchise movies are great. Some of them are pretty darn mediocre, and I think I can say, yeah, wow, I really you know liked so and so growing up. I liked Iron Man quite a bit. 
His movies are pretty good, actually. And this is why, like, you know how I talk about how you don't like fun and games. I think this is a good example of that. You're you're the <laughs> you're, Captain you're Holt a of ba- this show. <laughs> you're a bandwagon jumper. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make a you know something about this theme, and you're like, I like it, and it, it's a twenty out of ten. And I'm like, the game's just not that good. And you're like, I don't care. I can pretend to be Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I, I don't see the problem. <laughs> if this were Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you would be Captain Holt, and I would be Jake Peralta, I think, is is what we're looking at. Uh, Jake Peralta has a lot of fun. Captain Holt is a big stick in the mud. I, I guess I... <laughs> but Captain Holt has some pretty smart things to say. Yeah, smart things, sure. But he doesn't have fun. Or like Ryan, whenever he gets all mad that Smokey Robinson died and he really wasn't a fan at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that relates. He was trying to be cool in that situation. All right, so this is where we usually talk about games we've been playing lately, but we have 20 games apiece to talk about here. How about that, Dean? Did that scare people off? Or did that get people hype? Hype, yeet. I'm getting That's what they're yelling in their cars right now, yeet. Getting yeet. Man, you don't get yeet, you just yell it. Yeah, I know, you don't get yeet at all. That was not the right the right the right way to say it. So, can I ask you Classic Captain Holt right there. Are you more excited about the list this year than last year? Like are you how do you feel about your list this year versus last year then we'll dive in. Um, I feel better about my my higher numbers than I do okay. some of my lower numbers. I've actually so when I'm looking at this, a lot of my I've got like 20 games rated the same. Okay. That are my like 50 to 70 games. Okay. okay. Or like, actually, yeah. maybe it's more like 25. So, like, the end of my 50 into my 70, I think. Okay. Um, sorry. Into my, into my 40s. <laughs> into, sorry. It's end like of, an algebra problem. Like the end of my 40s <laughs> into my 70s, somewhere around there, I have the same score. So, that part was really difficult. And I had to mm-hmm. leave off some really good games off my top 50. So, that's the part I'm not. Super pumped about, but I'm, I'm excited about the list for sure. I'll say very quickly, last year, there were some that entered my top 50. Like, I think Innovation was on there that I was just, like, really not wanting to put there, but I did because I didn't think it's really worth it, and it's not on my – not even close this year after playing it more. I still like the game. It's too luck-based. But um, – some people might argue with that. But I feel like I feel much more solid about my list this year, and I'm happy. It was a little – it was more grueling on my top 50, but I feel better about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, yes, this is a better top 50 than last year. Yeah. That's how I feel personally. And hopefully yeah. next year I'll feel the same. I but. think I was telling John, I'm telling you again, I think we need to do a top 100 in, on the YouTube channel because okay. there are some really good games between my 50 and 100 that I just could not put on here. And, yeah. you know, I, my list changed quite a bit. I'll say that too. Like, I've had a decent amount of changes on my list. You'll see that coming up. So let's start off with our number 50. Okay. Do you want to start this one or no? Yeah, I'll start it okay. off. This is a Stefan Feld game that was on my list Ooh, last Stephon year. Stefan Feld. 2018 release. This is Forum Trajanum. Forum Trajanum. Okay. Yeah, still really like this okay. one. It fell a little bit. This was number, let's see. Oh, goodness. I had it pulled up. 30-something um, on my list last year. This okay. was... Uh, this is a game where... You just haven't played it enough this year, probably. That could be the case, but I just think I like some other some Felds other, better. Some other ones came in. Yeah, it was 30, I got you. 35 last year. So this is rated okay. 7.4 overall. But in this game, you are um, you, you have this like board, your own personal board, where you're taking these cardboard pieces off and then deciding which action you want to take um, from those pieces. And it's it kind of classic Feld where you're scoring points in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the gameplay of this is... It's not simple, but it doesn't like 
it doesn't feel super heavy. It's weighted 3.48, but it's on the heavier of his games, I think. But when you're playing it, it doesn't feel like that to me. But you have to be... I mean, in the sense... I guess it depends on how we do weight. It doesn't feel like... That game feels like you have a lot of simple decisions that build up to something. But there's a lot to keep, the to- the, the two to keep tiles. up with. Yeah, so. there is. There is, for sure. Pick these two tiles to decide this. Then what, what am I going to send? Where am I going to place in the forum? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think this one's trickier than like a... Um, I don't think it's as tricky as Aquasphere when you're playing it. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's probably trickier than Trajan, maybe. I don't know what Trajan's weighted, but it's probably somewhere around mm-hmm. that same. If I, I don't guess. know. I feel like Trajan has more... I think I think Trajan's rated higher. Um, I we got to get through this list. Go for it. So we're not gonna just super belabor these points. Yeah. Um, but I, I will mention. I'll just say that this one is. I'm not gonna talk about it now for a reason. Oh. Because, okay. Yeah. All right. So here's here is my number fifty, y'all. You see this sigh that I'm making? Because you don't like your pick already. This was this was number six last year. Six. And this is my biggest change, I think, from year one to year two of Meeple Town, my top 50. You didn't know what you were doing last year. I, it sounds like that, doesn't it? And you're not going to be happy probably where this is on my list. Dean, I had a big sigh that gives you a, a hint. Sigh. I knew that was going to drop on your list. I didn't realize it was going to be this. Scythe dropped. From number six to number fifty, and I'm going to give you the reasons really quickly why, and then we'll go. Um, I don't, I don't feel like we have to tell everyone how every all these games are played. Do you? No, that's fine. Okay, um, look I, it up. Yeah, look it up. All right, so this is a Jamie Stegmeyer game, a game that I fell in love with um, the first time I played it. Really, really enjoyed it. But I played this recently, and I just felt like the deci- I, top fifty is still a very good game. So let's just let me let's just. Put that on the table, right? I'm not, I'm not saying this game is not good at all. I just wasn't as jacked up about it as I used to. I, I The decisions that I was making on your player board, you can't make the same one twice unless you have a certain faction and all that. And going out on the board, it just it was still a, re, it was a fun time, but it just didn't give me the feels like it used to give me. You know, I feel like this game really needs players that are excited about playing this game that know what they're doing for me to get really jacked up. When I'm playing with people who are new to the game or I'm playing with people who aren't as excited about it, I just don't feel that same excitement. It's the same thing I would I would say probably for Blood Rage or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, it's still a really good game, but it just it's just dropped for me. It's just not... You know, this is rank number 11 overall. Overall. It just doesn't feel like it's that good anymore. It is. Wow. It, it okay. sure is. I, I still, you're going to see this game much higher on my list for sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I disagree with with you. I think it, the gameplay is simple enough that I think most anyone can play. But to play it well, what you're talking about—that's what I'm saying. Like it is, it is different. Because um, so, I've brought it out with some people who don't play heavier games. This is only a 3.4. I mean, that's. I mean, that I just it's easy, kind of easy because they don't. It's easy to understand how to do the things, but to understand the strategy can be a little bit more. I don't know. Who knows, man? I just, I like it, and I still like it a lot. I love the theme, as we talked about, but the theme doesn't just scratch all my itches. Yeah. And so I, it's just fallen for me quite a bit. Wow, that's a huge fall, 6 to 50. That is a big, big fall. I agree. 
All right, my number 49 is a game that was on my 2017 favorite games of the year. This is a new one. I just played this one this year. That is Raja of the Ganges. Okay. And I think I probably have this one a little low, but I've not played it played enough, it enough yet to know like where exactly this is going to fall. But this is a Inca and Marcus brand. I really enjoy the games that they make, and this is a... Uh, a, a dice placement game where you are going to be, it's a worker placement, but then you're going to be placing dice based on where those uh, workers are going. And the thing I really like about this game is that you're moving around two different tracks that when they meet, you're going to win the game. It, so it's mm. a racing game that I think is really unique and figuring out when to move up on your income track or your money track, as opposed to the, whatever the other track is. Uh, in uh, I don't know what influence maybe yeah, I think it, might, I think it. it may be called influence anyway that that dynamic of like the timing of that of when to move up on one and the other I think is really interesting so really enjoyed my plays of this I could see this one rising up higher but I just need more plays of it I do I think I think it might for you the more you play it I really do I, this one is hey there's so far there's a theme this is there's a reason I'm not going to talk about it right now. All right. How about that? We have some overlap here. All right. So my number 49. Actually, all of them so far are overlapping. Are they? Yes. We only picked That's three. right. The, 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 my number 49 will not overlap with yours. My number 49 is a new game to the list, a game that Dean has never played, and a game from a designer that I love and an artist I love. The designer is Alexander Pfister. And who's the artist, Dean? Clemens Franz. Clemens Franz. He, he didn't have any idea. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't looking at it because he doesn't know what this game is. Just want to show, share with Meeple Town how much you know me. Expedition to Newdale. Okay. You have, and you've never played this one. No, no, I have not. You've been telling and me you that like, you think oh I like goods. this one. I don't like it as much as you. Yeah, that's true. Like so this is why. So uh, spoiler alert: this took the place of Oh My Goods on the on my top fifty this year. I still really like Oh My Goods, and it was still a bubble because I can take it anywhere, and I really love that about it. But Expedition to Newdale is basically the you know, the board game ish, you know, version of Oh My Goods. It adds more to it. Um, it's an engine building card game. And wow, you got to really make your engine. The thing about this game is that you have to make your engine run well. It's super important and it's tight and it's sometimes hard to do. Um, this opens the game up a little bit more than Oh My Goods uh, did. And it's just, to me, the superior game. This is an excellent addition. Um, to board games this last year and Fister's, you know, list of games that he has. And I don't think it got as much hype as it should, honestly. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's ranked 1820 overall. I'm interested to try this, but I'm just not. When you mention it, I just don't get hyped about it. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like something I'm, I'm super pumped. But I, I probably would like it. It, I'll be honest. It barely made my list. It was a real bubble back and forth. This could, who knows? I mean, maybe not next year. But I still think if you like Oh My Goods, if you're or if you're a Fister fan and you haven't tried this, I really think it's worth a try. In fact, Steph from um, All Meeples of the Rainbow, did I say that exactly right? Uh, all the Meeples of the Rainbow. All the Meeples mm-hmm. of the Rainbow. I knew I, I thought I was maybe get off. I believe she didn't really like Oh My Goods, but thought this was pretty darn good. Um, I read something about that. If Steph, if you're listening and, and I'm wrong, I think she did enjoy this one and and i do think that you might get people like that because it's not as as tight you've got the board there's just more options uh than in oh my goods but this is a good game it's a really good game yeah no surprises that you have one of his games on there i'm sure we'll see more of his you being a faithful fister fan it's true there is definitely more all right number let's see where are we at now where <laughs> this is gonna be rough 48 I can't, there we go 
My number 48 is a game that for sure is not on your list either. This okay. is a, uh, a reprint from this last year, and this is uh, William Atia is the designer. Artist is Andrew Bosley. This is Kalis 1303, mm. which I know will not be on your list. You no. didn't love this game. But I do. I, it was I, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you you enjoyed it. It was just that you didn't love it. I love it. I love the yeah. player interaction in this game. Uh, I love that you're building up uh, these different worker placement spots. But the higher on the road that you get when you place your workers does not guarantee that you're actually going to be able to take that action. And I think that's really interesting. This is a mean game. Can it can be. be. It can be a very mean game depending on who you're playing with. To play well, I think you need to play mean. But I've really enjoyed my plays of this. And, yeah, this this deserves to be on my top 50. The only problem is is finding the right people to play this game yeah. with because you, you don't love it. Our friend Jonathan didn't love it. Um, I don't know if my wife has played this one with me, but she tends not to enjoy, like, the meaner Euro games. Well, this I, I have a little bit of a pet peeve. All right, so... I'm going to shift just for a second, shift to Agesia the Shifting Sands, a game that I've played recently, and I'm, we're going to do a review of it. Is this on, your 48? This no, is no, no, the, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is I, it's a game that I played recently, and I, I don't know if I'll talk about it on the podcast. I may talk about it. I'm going to throw this out here just to explain something. Um, I like the game, but it has one of those things where it's just, it's a fine, it's a, it's a good Euro, and then they add this little mean thing that you can do or not do. And really, this is even worse than Kalis. And it's just like the only reason you would up or down this irrigation thing is to hose the other player. That's it. Which is kind of, I guess that is what Kalis is. The only, and like, and to me, I just don't love games where it's a cool or decent Euro game that I'm having fun doing something. The player interaction is, is, is there. And then all of a sudden there's this really mean thing you can do just for the heck of being mean. I don't like it. I don't think that's the case, though. It's it's optimal playing. You can do that in any most any Euros, Maybe. right? If it, if it's really, I mean, I'm fine I mean, with being mean. Not. If it's just like we're playing Blood Rage and you got to, or we talked about Small World and you just got to do it. But if there's like the majority, ninety percent, eighty percent of the game doesn't have to be mean, but then they just throw something kind of mean in there for player interaction. I just don't like that. So there you go. That's one of the reasons I didn't love that game. Get your feelings hurt. I got you. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I get my feelings hurt that much in games, but I just don't like that. And I think it's because I play with my wife primarily. Hey, baby, you're listening. I know kisses, and you know, and she can get upset in a game. Sure. And so if, and she'll tell you. And so if, if I play a lot with her, I can't play games like that with her a lot because she will not be happy. Yeah, and that's why I would put this in the category of must play with the right group of people, yes. for sure. And yeah. I've got a couple of those, like that, several on my list that are like that. You have to play with the right group. Yeah. But that's still my number 48. 48, yep. yeah. And my, num- my, my number 48 is a game that was pretty high on my list last year as well, was number 12. There's a theme here in these two oh games. They're made by the same designer. And I'm wondering why I had this at 12 last year. <laughs> I'm questioning my own. You list. know what you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, here we go again. 50 top 50 means there's still games that we really like, right? I mean, like we're talking about games that we thoroughly enjoy. It's made by the same designer as Scythe. It is a Jamie Stegmeyer game, and it is what Dean make a guess. A game that I had at number 12 last year is number 48 this year. Viticulture. Yeah. Okay. 21 overall um, i really loved it and last year too like i think i had recently gotten the tuscany and all that expansion like i was really high but i'll just i still really like this game viticulture is an excellent worker placement game and a game i love to have i will never get rid of it out of my collection because it can be 
a kind of an intro to worker placement, right? It's a good one, um, yeah. And it's a great one for that. I love the theme of viticulture. But I'll just say this is kind of along the lines of Scythe. The decisions I was making in the game – it just didn't feel as exciting, um, and I've played this game a lot, as it used to be for me. I think Viticulture mostly is other games have just eclipsed it for me. That's it. Still think it's a really fun game. I think it's great. It's just there's other games I would rather play, and it slid down the list because of that. But again, one that I really never see leaving my collection. I still really enjoy Viticulture. What about you? Yep, I still really enjoy this one as well. I think uh, I should have looked that up. I don't think this. I think this one was in my top. I'm pretty sure it was year. on your top 50 last um, year. Let's see. It is... We have uh, both our top 50s from this year and last year. Yeah, it was 42 those. last year yeah. on my list. It will not be on my list this year. Wow, I agree with your last year list a little more. But yep. still still a wonderful game and one I highly recommend. I, I will absolutely recommend it. My number 47 is another worker placement. We're going to see lots of worker placements, I mm-hmm. think, on on here. Probably. This one's a little bit of a, not, it's not a simpler game, but it's a simple worker placement mechanism. That is Reavers of Midgard. This was oh, wow. A, that made your list, huh? Uh-huh, Follow-up to Champions of Midgard. This is by designer J.B. Howell and uh, from Gray Fox Games. And in this game, you're placing a worker. Right. You're just placing a worker, one worker into one of six different spots. And that's that's the essence of this game. There's set collection in there. The the thing I really like is the Reaver cards in this game, I think are really Mm -hmm. cool. And um, they will offer you, you know, there's a little bit of multi-use usage in the cards there to get resources or to get special abilities. And I've I've really enjoyed my plays of this one. And um, yeah. That's I got good things to say about Reavers of Midgard. Yeah, I I enjoyed it this year. Um, it's def it's better than Champions for me, and I thought it was a really solid game. I gave it a pretty good score, but just not quite. You know, it's not top fifty material for me. Um, and I would like to play that one again, Dean, because I, yeah, it's one I would like to play again. Yeah, I've actually recently have have had a big hankering to play that one. Excellent. All right, so that was your number 47. Is that right? That's correct. All right, so my number 47 is another new game to my list, one that came out last year. So this will be two games from last year so far. There are several games from last year that that joined my top 50, so that's pretty awesome. Me too, and then there's several that were on the bubble for sure. I've got several 2019 in that like 50 to 60 range. I think I probably added – I think there's like five games maybe from from 2019 that have made my list. Wow, That many. Maybe even six. I gotta think through this. Me too. This is one I was surprised kind of that it made it, but the more I think about this game, I really like this game. Dean, you have not played it and you probably don't have any desire to play it. It's ranked 940 overall and it's a Daniele Tassini game. And it is Trismegistus, the ultimate formula. Wow. This is weighted four. This is a brain burner. But I, it's kind of one of those ones that the more I play it, the more I like it. And I want to play it a lot. My wife, not so much. It's She wants her brain to take a break, which I usually do too, but I don't mind having some games like this where my brain doesn't take a break. You know what I mean? Something just clicked with me, John. Whenever somebody says, hey, you got to tr- check this game out as a brain burner, it, I can enjoy it, right? I might really like it, but when you start off with that, I'm, I'm a little bit turned off by that. turns it off, yeah. yeah. I don't think this is... This is a brain burner for optimal play for sure. I mean, it's a weighted four for a reason. Yeah. I can teach it without it being, it's not super complicated to teach, but there's a lot of things happening and you can get hosed if you don't play or 
you know, do your things in the right order and you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yep, that's a that's it. Trismegistus, the old. You'll never play that one. Uh, no, that's not true. I would, I would you, like to try that one just because you? you have it rated so high. That that does pique my interest. Now, I knew you really like this, but I'm kind of surprised that it's in your top fifty. Though I was too, but I just kept thinking. You know, I was thinking of Viticulture. Thinking of this. I mean, no, I'd really play Trismegistus. Like I, I really would. So okay, it's not high in it, but it's forty-seven. So which is still really good. All right, another one. Hey, so far, so forty-six for Dean. Forum Trajanum is the only one that was on my list last year so far because really? we hadn't played Reavers at this point and okay. Kalis either. Um, this one also did not make my list because I did not play it before we did our list last year. This one I feel pretty confident is going to be in your top like five, probably. Wow. You excited about this? Wow. Now? Yeah. This is uh, a game that I don't have, but you have. It is Russian Railroads. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be high on your list. It's going to be high. I don't. The funny thing is, is I don't have my whole list finished because it's still. We still have several weeks because we're going to do this for the next three episodes, right, Dean? Yeah. Uh, so if you're not excited about that, that's what we're doing. Uh, we had pretty good lists. We had Get really good it. listens last year, so we thought we would do it again. It was one of our highest, you know, rated, I guess, series or. or and this is fun. It's fun to go back and like really because what this does for me doing this list really makes me think. Ah, oh, really got to get that to the table. Russian Railroads sure. is one of those that I need to get back to the table. Uh, this is another worker placement game, and so I love worker placement. I also love when you're moving up on different tracks, and this is one of those games where you're moving up on the on the tracks. And I I just have really enjoyed my plays of this one. I potentially could see this one going higher. I've only mm-hmm. played the base game of this, no expansions or anything like that. Um, but I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Russian railroads, dude. I'm like, I won't talk about it cause it's much higher on my list, but even right now looking at my list, I'm still agonizing on some of the decisions like that. I, uh, uh, do I like that one better than this? So it's, it's, <laughs> these are, these are tough to do, you know, cause we're yeah. talking about some really good games. You are going to be stunned that this game made my list, I think, but you're going to be happy that it did your All next right? one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I like it. And well, let me just say it's my number 46. And this is a game that the first time I played it, I texted Dean and Jonathan and said, I don't like this game. It's too fiddly. Remember that? I can't think of what it is. So. And you played it, and and I think it had to do with, it was just I mean I I read the whole rule book rule book myself, you know all that kind of stuff. You guys know you know what that's like. I mean Dean has played taught me games where he said it was fiddly. Then when he taught me, I'm like it's not that fiddly, but I think it's because you you've been the kinks. you wrestled yeah. through the kinks of the rule book, and I had to do that with this game. Yeah, and I've had to look up several things, and but then when you played it, you're like, oh, I really like this game, and we played it on Board Game Arena together for the first time. You still don't have it. Zulkin? Lagranha. Granha. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Lagranha. Yeah. Okay. I, I The more I play this game, the more I like it. I didn't like it the first time. I thought it was okay the second time. But I've played it um, more, I mean, obviously more than that at this point. And this is um, this is Michael Keller and uh, Andreas Odenhall Ode. And they, they, this is a really good game. It feels like a failed game. It feels, I like the way that the car, there's, Really interesting decisions with your cards. I really like the way that you're racing to um, get certain goods out so you can get bonuses to unlock, which I, I like. It's got it's got like this failed fill, and then you also have this race element, which is in fail games too. But um, just different things like that. I just this is a really fun game and one that I want to get to the table more often. It's 154 overall for a reason. 7.7 on BGG. Uh, weight 3.59. It's your jam right there. I, I it is. 
It yeah. is. It's just a great Euro, and I, I, I really like LaGranja. This is a really fun game. I, I definitely enjoyed this one, um, but not top 50 or or top 100, I think, for that matter. Uh, it might be top might be top 100, but that doesn't yeah. mean I don't like it. I, I really enjoyed my plays of this. You should play that a little bit more, probably. Yeah, and I've only played this one on Board Game Arena, too. So that, oh, yeah, you haven't played it. I've not yeah. played the physical That's copy right. of it. So, yeah, I get it. LaGranja for you. That is your number 46. Six, is that what you yep. said? So what's your number 45? My number 45 is uh, f- the the initial game of a game He's that I just smiling. talked about. I know this will not be on your list. This is... Champions uh, of Midgard. Uh, <laughs> Ole Steinus is the designer of this one. Came out in 2015, Champions of Midgard. Yep. Wow. I'm yeah. stunned it's this low on your list. Low? Yes, Dean. I thought that this was really high for you last year, was it not? The Grand Hall was not on my list last year, by the way. This is a new-to-me game What do you year. think it was on my list last year? I thought it was in, like, the top 20, maybe. 37. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's, okay. it's dropped a little bit, not, but as far as, like, how much I enjoy this game, it's not dropped. It's just that other games, other have, games have, have jumped up yep. in there. Um, yeah, Champions of Midgard is uh, another worker placement. It's a fine game. Um, the the combat. Now, I will say this one: Champions of Midgard base game. If you've heard us talk about this, you you know it's it's old hat now. But the base game by itself would not have made my list. But with the expansion materials in there, especially the ones that allow you to get those um, those little chits from losing battles, right? Yes. Uh, I can't remember what Valhalla. the name of Valhalla. There we go. Uh, that expansion is what really rises this uh, raises this one up for me. Sure, I enjoy this one quite a bit. I love dice chucking. I like Viking theme games, and it's a fun one. There you go, Champions of Midgard. I was just talking to my friend Darren about this yesterday. Who really? Yeah, he's his family's been playing this one a lot. Yep. Does he like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really likes it. That's good. All right, so that is your number forty. I said forty-five, right? Yeah. And my number 40, so yeah, it would be since you're first, and my number 45 is next. <laughs> so my number 45 was, let me actually look at where it was last year, because this one has dropped, I believe, a little bit for me. Um, where, is it, where was it at last year? I've got my list right in front of my face. You just look at it. Wow, this did drop a decent amount, and there's a, there's a reason why. Uh, it was number 19 for me last year. It's number 45 for me. So, hey, there's been a lot of games that have dropped for me this year. There's a reason why this has, and you liked this game better than the game that killed it for me. It didn't kill it. I still like to play this game. But th- that hurt it quite a bit. This is ranked number 39 overall, and it's a Simone Luciani and Danielle Tessini game. <laughs> wow. Again, and do you know what this is? Or no. no? Zulkin the Mayan Calendar. Okay. I just said it in the last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a fun game. It's a, I really like Zulkin, and it didn't. So there's a game that killed that didn't kill it for me, but I would choose it over it every time, almost, almost, but not always. And so I still think this is an excellent game. I thought about taking it off the list because of this other game. I'd just rather play it, but I still think this is fun, and I still have friends like Dean who would prefer this game over said game, not said <laughs> game. <laughs> um, that I'll talk about later on. That will probably be a top ten game for me. Which that game is now on Board Game Arena. I'm gonna give that one a shot. Yeah, coming up. I, yeah, I need to replay that one. I don't think it's gonna rise because I didn't. I didn't just love it and yeah. I played it a few times. But, but yeah, I, I, I'll. Yep. Everyone's like, "What is the game?" As of now, it's Teotihuacan. Wait, wait, Teotihuacan. Are you stinking serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Dang it, Dean. Yeah. Yes, that game is gonna be really high on my list. <laughs> There's nobody. It's been a steady Anyone riser. who listens to us knows that's gonna be high on your list. Yeah, whatever. So. But we might have new listeners right now. That is very true. And you just. So I was just kidding. That's not. You it. just took a dump on the new it's listener's the, head. What's the newest one coming out in that? I don't remember. Anyway. Tekanu. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Yep, Zulkin is a better game out of those two. Nope. For me right now. But it's still really But I don't good. I don't love Zulkin. It's not it's not great to me, but it's fun. Zulkin has some giant gears if you don't know what that is and it's a worker placement and you got to take your workers on or off and you got to do it at the right time. That's the whole thing. You take them off at the right time, on at the right time, you're probably going to do all right. You don't, you're going to get messed up. And it's going to hurt you. All right. That's I'm ready. It. I'm ready to talk number about number 44, now. baby. All right. My number 40, that's not your 44. That was my number 45. You're before me, Deanie boy. Oh, you were saying it's my Deanie number man. 44. I mm-hmm. thought you said that was yours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number 44 for me is another Stefan Feld game. We got two in this 40 through 50. I know what this is. Do you? Bruges. It is Bruges. That's man, right. I'm, I'm actually guessing pretty good. I, you didn't even give me any hints besides Stefan Feld. I think we talked about this the other day, though. About maybe, how Bruges did. jumped form to Janum. There is no reason in the world this shouldn't have been in my top 50 it. last year. I don't remember you saying it jumped it. I just remember you saying it squeaked in. Yeah. This should have been on my list last year. Uh, I've played this a few times lately, and I think that's what made me really think, oh, I really love this game. This is really good, yeah. Now this is, well, I was going to say it's not worker placement, but it actually does have some slight worker placement in there. But this is a... Uh, multi-use card game at its core. You can do lots of different things like build canals and put people in your houses and build houses and lots of different things that you can do there. Just like lots of different Feld games. This is probably mine and my wife's favorite Feld game to play together. Now, it is going to be re-implemented as Hamburg, which Mm -hmm. is... um, I don't know how I feel about that. Do you? I don't. Not until I start seeing more things on it. And the art was not as good. Oh, I have not seen the art. That's what I was talking about. I just about. saw the box art. Okay. Have you seen the box art for well, it? Well, the side of it. Go on the twi- No, no, they have the actual f- f- The cover? Front. Yeah. Oh, but it's, okay. But it, it is Queen Games, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's not a... They're just not... Queen Game doesn't always put up my favorite art. But again, I'm a mechanics guy, so I do like Queen Games. But yeah, I, was, I looked at the box and I went... <sighs> Since they were re-implementing it and I knew that... Oh, I have seen this. Yep. It's nowhere near as good. No. It's, it's nowhere near as... It's like so disappointing. And if you're going to come out with a new implementation, you need to take that art level up to 11, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. Now, I don't know. I haven't read enough on Hamburg to know if they're, how they're going to implement the expansion stuff in there. But I think for this one, without that uh, city on the Zwin, is that what it's called? Sure, yeah. Um, without that one piece in there with the canals, uh, the boats coming into the canals, this wouldn't have made my list, I don't think. But with okay. it, I, I, man, I love this game. It's so fun. I, I'm thankful that the new version's coming out because a lot of people haven't been able to get a copy of this game because mm-hmm. it's been out for a while. So out of print for a while. This was one that I almost put on my list. So excellent choice. Thanks. I like Bruges. It was definitely a bubble. And there's one that actually ended up going even higher than I expected as I kind of sorted through my ratings um that i decided uh, another stefan feld that i put above it so oh actually okay so the new re-implementation includes the city on the zwin and the pets expansion which was something that was pretty obscure i think and they're gonna have new content so actually this gets me excited because i i i am interested in it's an instant buy for me yeah i mean unless it's like a hundred dollars then i'll be like whatever Meepletown, if you can hear, there's another Meepletown resident in the background <laughs> that we share he office. Is not quiet. That I share office space with. <laughs> and so if you hear like a little someone talking in the background, it is one of my best buddies, but he is a loud man. <laughs> he is a loud man in everything that he does. That All was right. my 44, Bruges. All right, so my number 44 or is... Hamburg. Ah, yeah. Sorry. Well, it's a classic, Dean. 
This is a classic. This is one of my favorite gateway games of all time. It's one that I would never make the list if I was only talking about the base game. But whenever you add expansions to this, it gets really, really great. It is ranked number 172 overall. It is by Klaus Jürgen Reed. And it is... Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Yep. Yep. And that's, again, that's... that's you know, the big box, and the latest big box is with the one I own. And I... This is one of those games that is great for gateway because you can play the base game, you know, for people who have never played or maybe some folks that like lighter games, you could throw one expansion in, but you can also throw a ton of expansions in and Carcassonne gets really thinky and it's, it is good. And you know what? This is mean, but you have to be mean. It's not like you don't have to, but you can. This is one where you absolutely have to because you've got to get in on other people's cities, yo. You know, someone want to build a city? I'm going to get in a city. I'm going to get on your city, and it's going to be my city, or it's going to be our city. It's going to be some cities. John is going to be doing a solo podcast from here on out. He doesn't really care that I'm here. He's just going to keep talking until you stop him. I tolerate Dean, He's, but I wish he wasn't here. My wife and I are playing totally through untrue. the newer versions of, I say newer, I don't know when the other ones came out, but the like the different variations of Carcassonne. So two nights, two or three nights ago, we played the Gold West, Gold Rush, Gold Rush. Gold West. <laughs> Gold Rush I played Gold uh, version Rush. of Carcassonne. Uh, we've played the Hunters and Gatherers. We've played the How Winter. many versions we, do you have? Uh, we don't have all of them, for sure. There's still wow. several that we don't have. We okay. have the... Uh, what's the... the? Yeah, there's several that we don't have. Okay. But the Gold Rush one was pretty fun. I think I probably liked Hunters and Gatherers better, but Gold Rush, it changes quite a bit. And it was fun, but I don't think it's made for two players. I think you need more players for that, but... Um, base Carcassonne with those expansions that you're talking about are better. Excellent. Yep. I'm going to guess that that one might be hard, higher on your list, but I'm not going to say. You are going to guess wrong. You don't have Carcassonne on your top 50? No, I don't think it was on wow. my list last year either. I don't wow. think so. Wow, Dean. I just thought that you liked that game more. No, you talk about Carcassonne all the time. But I just I just thought you... Yeah, it was number 39. It's like Alhambra for you. No. <laughs> it's... Whatever. I don't think you are going to think that list. I love. No, no way. <laughs> you are going to think I love that game. Right, so you number, talk about it a lot, though. I, I, Both of these games. Kind of. It was number thirty-nine for me last year, and it's number forty-four. So it almost stayed in the same spot. Okay. A game that dropped just a little bit for me. This was my number thirty-two game from last year. Okay. Is a game that you and I have played together, and it's a Bruno Cathala and Sergei Lager. It is Shadows Over Camelot. Ah, I love this game so mm-hmm. much. Uh, in this it's game, game, it's you are playing. It's basically kind of card game, a cooperative game where you are playing cards into these different locations to stop these bad things from happening and to kind of advance the game along. However, there is a bad guy. There is a traitor in your midst, and you have to figure out who that person is. They're trying you to... You love stuff like that. I love it. I yeah. love it. You're going to see maybe a little bit more of that on on my list. I'm... Yep. Love Shadows Over Camelot. You like... It's just a blast. You like to deduce, and you like social deducing, and you like deuces. So there you go. There we go. A Shadows Over Camelot, number something, 43. 40, I like Shadows Over 43. Camelot. But it's definitely not near a top 50 game, but it's fun. Yeah, definitely more of my jam than yours. Yeah, for sure. All right, so my number 43 was my number... Where was... I just saw it. 34 last year. So another back-to-back games that didn't change a whole lot year over year. 
And this is a game that I I think it might have dropped a little simply because I haven't played it a whole lot this year. It's a game that Dean and I talked about. We we're like, we really need to play this before the top 50 list, and we never did. So, you know, there's that. And that is uh, ranked number 98 overall still. And it's a Hishashi Hayashi game. And that is? <laughs> I just took a drink of coffee. I, I Tasty Minstrel. I can't think of what this is. 3.29 weight. Yokohama. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Did Yokohama is one of my, if not my favorite, um, uh, what's it called? What, what kind of game is it? Pick up and deliver. <laughs> It's an excellent Have pick you up and this deliver game. game. Do you like- <laughs> nah, sometimes I just pick games I think I'm going to like and add them to my top 50 just based on, you know, <laughs> just a gut reaction. No, I really I, I really like Yokohama quite a bit. I wish I could get this to the table. This is one of those games, Dean, that I, I play it and every time I go, why don't I get this to the table more? Yeah, remember last year I had this pretty low on my list saying I could see this one rising higher. I just haven't played it. And you haven't played it. I've not played it since then. Um, But I do have the Kickstarter coming in. Who knows when? But this and the duel coming in. um, Who knows when? By the end of the year, I think. But I really enjoyed, really enjoyed my play of this. And I think probably if I get some more plays over this next year, it'll it'll get back on my list. But I just don't, I don't have enough memories of it. And this is another one that's on Board Game Arena now. Uh, Yes, that's what we were going to do. We were going to play it on Board Game Arena. And we just, it didn't work out. Time was not in our favor. That is true. Wow, so that's nine number forty-three. What's your number forty-two? You want to guess? From right, I mean, just uh, <laughs> just to just go, just roll the dice. <laughs> just guess. Uh, it's wow. in the same position with Shadows Over Camelot. It was one higher than Shadows Over Camelot. King last Domino. Year. No, it is a game like Shadows Over Camelot, and this is a zombie theme game. Zombicide. Nope. <laughs> and in this game, I knew it wasn't that. you also have a traitor. This is a uh, Plaid Hat Games game called Dead of Winter. Mm. This is the first of the Crossroads games. I've never played this. Yeah, you would like this one. I think you yeah. would like this one, especially because you did enjoy Shadows Over Camelot. Sure, I did. I yeah. think this is a better game than Shadows Over Camelot. Um, it's, you still have that same experience, but actually the experience in this one is a lot more, uh, tense, I think. And Shadows Over Camelot is a pretty tense game, but I think this one's even tenser. The theme's darker. Like it just, oh, goodness gracious. This is such a fun game. I love this one a lot. I just have not played it enough lately over the last couple It's honestly, it's been over a year since I've played this one, but we used to play this one a decent amount with some friends that we get together and play Halloween games with. This was one of our one of the games in that rotation. So there you go. Dead of Winter, a lot of fun. We got a review copy of Forgotten Waters, which is another of the Crossroads series. So I'm looking forward to playing that. that one. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so that was your 42. My number 42 was my number 13 last year. So we have a little bit of a theme going on in my list. It's basically new games to my list or old games that have dropped. <laughs> no, actually, the last two games were really about the same um, as last year. This one has dropped for me... I think other games, I just there's just other games I would rather play. I have played this several times this year, and it just didn't give me quite the feels it used to give me, is why it's dropped. But it's number 42 on my list, which is really high, and I still really love this game. It's a game that Dean hasn't played in a while, and when we talk about it, he kind of goes, yeah, I want to play that again, but you're not sure you would really like it. It is a Freedom and Freeze game. It is number 36 overall of all time. Power Grid. Yep, from 2004. 7.9 overall power grid man you got to auction and get your power your grid your power 
your power plants at the right get time. Your grid going. Yeah, with know power. how and when to get those resources to power those plant plants and plan ahead of it. And it's a really fun game. There's a reason that it's still 36 overall. A reason that you know, I love the art in it as well. It's it's just it's a really great game, but has slipped a little bit for me. I don't. Yeah, this was not on my top 50 last year. Um, you talk about a game that you have to play with people who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This is that game. Sure. If you will absolutely demolish people that are new to this game, if you know it really well, unless they're, I will say I played it this year recently with someone who had never played it before. He had played Power Grid, the card game, a bunch with me though, because oh, we were on okay. vacation to go when okay. we went to Israel. But that, but he's also really good at math, and that's just kind of his jam. Like he likes a choir, and he's he's, uh, you know, yeah. Do you auction in a choir? Now that I think about it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that came out of my mouth. <laughs> the funny thing is I just played a choir like within the last mm, two months and I can't remember. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but there's so many games we play, yeah, but I, I still really Power, love Grid Power Grid is a fun game. Uh, I, w- I want to play this one again. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but it just something about it. It felt like you couldn't catch up in this game at all. So. It's tough. And yep. you knew if you knew who the winner was early on, but it can be again, like I just haven't sure. played it enough. Yeah. That's my number 42. My number 41 before we go to our break, this will be the, the first set of 10 games. Uh, was my number 27 last year. This one's dropped a decent amount, mm-hmm. but not because I don't love this game. I really love this game. It just dropped because no one will play with me anymore. Wow. Will no, I play they, with you No, anymore? they will. I just haven't gotten this one to the table in a while. Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, yeah. I haven't played that in years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot, a lot of fun. I love this game so much. This is Sergio Halaban and Andre Zotz. And the version I have is the Arcane Wonders version. And the the newest version is Come On Games, which I don't like the look of it mm. at all. So I, I really hope nothing ever happens to my game ever. You need to look it up. Uh, I, it's not bad. It's it's good. It's just not great. Like the, the artwork from the Arcane Wonders version was top-notch, excellent art. This was uh, John uh, Gaitan, Lorraine Schlater, and David Slotnick. Oh, I have seen this before. Ah, I love the art on that one. But the new one, uh, like I said, it's fine, just not my favorite. It's not bad. It's not bad, but I do understand why you like the other one. Better. I don't I don't know the differences in gameplay or anything like that. Um, also, I don't know if the artists that I just named were from the newest version. or the, I think it's, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have this... It doesn't have it like uh, separated on here, but I might. Anyway, all that say, really like Sheriff Nottingham. It's a another uh, game of deception where you are going into Nottingham, Dean likes to trying to sneak people. sneak contraband and be the one Get with the scared. most money. This game is so fun, man! I want to play this game right now. Really? Maybe it's because like we can't play games. I thought about. Of people. I guess I thought about getting this for the family because I haven't played this since honestly, probably the year it came out. It's been that long since I played this game. I thought it was cool. I, did, I obviously wasn't super excited about it, but anyway. It's go. got the soundtrack from the app. I, oh, it's just such such a good one. All right, your number 41 <laughs> is Sheriff of Nottingham. Yep. My number 41 is new to my list, a game that came out in 2019. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. I forgot this was on the list because of that. This replaced Targi as my favorite two-player-only game. And uh, Dean has never played this game. I have not. You and now that now I, this game. Yes, but I also haven't played the new Targi expansion, which it could bump this right back out. So, but I wanted to put this fairly high just because I wanted to have you know forty one, a, a fairly high two player only game on my list because it's my list and I want to do whatever I want to do with it. Do what you want, John. Foothills. Yeah. 
Foothills, Tony Bordell, Ben Bateson. Uh, this is... Oh, I'm pulling it up here. This is based off Snedonia. It is based off Snedonia, and it was an instant buy for me. Like I, uh, I because of it. how I, much you like Snedonia. Yeah, and I did a YouTube video immediately because I was just pretty hype on this game, and it's really, really solid. Um, he didn't even ask me to play with him. You know, I showed Jonathan this, and he quite enjoyed it. Yeah, he liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I think he said he understood why I. I don't know if he thinks it's better than Tarky, but he understood why I thought it was a, was better for me. Uh, who is the artist in this game? What do you think? <laughs> it is either Clemens Franz. It's probably Clemens Franz, isn't it? It is. Dennis Lohausen is another one that yeah, you love, I love which Dennis, I do too. I do too. Yeah. There's other ones that I love a lot too, actually. I love Eno Tool. Like, I, I, there's different ones. Yeah. It's different. And, yeah, um, uh, Kyle Farron. I love his art. Andrew Bosley. I love Bosley. his art. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yep. Same thing. So anyway, um, this is basic, kind of like Snedonia for two players, but I could actually... I like this better than base game Snedonia, no doubt about it, because it has this really interesting card play where you have cards, you have five actions. When you flip one over, after you do your action, you flip it over, and there's another action on the back. So in order to get back to that action, you have to flip your card back over, and it's a lesser action generally on back a lot of times. So like you're going, oh, man, I don't really want to do that, but I really want to do this again, so I've got to figure I've got to do it. So it's it's this tugging uh, Cool. And then also in the game, you have to to score some in-game scoring. You got to get rid of one of the cards, your cards, and take them out of your action, and then you get a new one. But oftentimes, oftentimes it's not quite as good as the one that you had. Um, and so, like you're like, when do I get rid of this card? Because I really like this action that I have. So, it, really cool decisions there. I like how you said tug and pull, which is the same thing, right? So you're just constantly pulling. You're never like having this war of pull and push <laughs> you're both i guess both sides are tugging is what you're getting at i got you that's exactly what's happening yeah i really want to play this one i love snowdonia you just haven't asked me to play this one i think you will really enjoy this one i would love to play this one you will not play it with <laughs> don't understand. it's my game and you're not playing it <laughs> all right that is going to be our first 10 of this we're going to come back with uh the other 10 we got a a couple things to say before we get to that point, so let's just take a little bit of a break, John. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the first part of this episode. Again, keep in mind that we will have that second part out. As soon as we get all the kinks worked out, we'll get that out next week. So thank you for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at Meepletown Games on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. You can go to our website, find out more information about all of our content, including our YouTube channel, that is MeepletownGames.com. You can also go to YouTube.com slash C slash MeepleTown. And finally, if you want to connect with us on Board Game Geek, we are guild number 3407. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. Meepletown.